0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. I'm the director for the International House here on campus. iHouse has this quarter 300 students from 40 countries living together. Uh, We're one of 17 iHouses in the world. Uh, I have a sister program at UC Berkeley, and since the election, the director there, Hans Giseke, and I have been speaking a lot about how the election may affect uh, the perception and the sense of how students feel welcome to the United States and to our campuses. So I'd like to touch upon three parts of international education. Um, International students coming to the United States, our students going internationally, and how the new administration may affect all of that. Um, U.S. foreign policy leaders such as Madeleine Albright and Robert Gates have argued and stressed the importance of international students coming here that strengthens the ties with other countries across the globe and enhances our national security, because it builds those relationships. And this has been reflected, that attitude has been reflected in our past administrations. In the last 10 years, every, every year in the last 10 years, the number of international students coming to the United States has increased to the point that last year is the first year we exceeded a million students, a million international students studying in the United States. That's an 85% increase from the number of students we had just 10 years ago. But even with those numbers, that's only 5% of all undergraduate students in the US are international students. And the other challenge is of that big number, of those, over 60% of those, come from Asia and mostly three countries, China, India, and Korea. One of the challenges I think we struggle with, regardless of who's in the administration, is places such as Africa that has 16% of the world's population, only 4% of their students study in the United States. Um, They have seven of the ten fastest-growing economies, and China recently announced they they just... um, approved allocated 30,000 government scholarships for African students to study in China. It's a place of the world that they recognize as important and they're investing in. Regarding US students studying abroad, in 2008, the bipartisan leaders of the National Commission of Terrorist Attacks, the 9-11 Commission, warned that ignorance of the world is is a national security liability. We need more American students having first-person experiences with the world outside the United States. And this too has been recognized and supported by past administrations. In the past couple of decades, the number of US students studying abroad has tripled. Um, In preparing for this talk, there are two professional associations that work with international international education. NAFSA, the Professional Association of International Educators, and the, uh, the Institute of International Education. And I mention that because between the two of them, they say between 1% and 10% of all U.S. undergraduate students study abroad. So regardless of which number you use, you can still say that fewer, 90% of U.S. students will get an undergraduate university degree and have never studied outside the United States. And that's what we're producing collectively in the United States with, with, our, with our undergraduate students. So how is the next, gener- how is the next administration going to affect... That International students coming here, our students going there. And I think, as all the other speakers have mentioned, it's still speculative. We don't know. Um, There are two things. There will be policies that will be developed. But independent of policies, there will be attitudes. There will be perceptions and senses of fear. I mean, I think all of us have heard stories already about vandalism, about students being intimidated, about students being harassed. We're hearing it in our CAPS programs, our counseling and psychological services. We're hearing it here on campus, that students are already being approached, assaulted verbally, physically. Um, So in addition to what the policy, what the administration does, is the the national sense of fear that may be created uh, that affects international students coming here. Hopefully, as has been mentioned, Mitt Romney uh, may help us with that a little bit. He's more of an internationalist than than Trump is, and his background having organized the uh, Salt Lake City Olympics may have given him enough experience with the importance of international collaboration. That may help us a little bit with that. It may not be as bad, but I think ultimately we still don't know how, how this will affect international students. Partly is because a lot of international students are still worried about what's going on in their own countries, whether it's Brexit, whether it's their own elections. So I want to close with with some, since this is a policy talk, some policy recommendations that have been put forward already by the professional associations of international educators for the next administration. And this is what it reads. A proactive national public-private policy initiative is imperative to generate a better understanding of global trends, increase diversity of students by gender, country of origin, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, and better prepare all students to collaborate and cooperate in a globalized world. Such an initiative would articulate the importance of welcoming and educating international students to the nation, coordinate government and higher education efforts towards attracting a more diverse pool of international students, especially undergraduate students from critical areas of the world, establish targets and invest in scholarship funds to enroll more economically disadvantaged students and students from developing countries, particularly women and girls addressing existing U.S. government policies and regulations that impede students coming from developing countries and countries in conflict, and finally, to engage the private sector as international students will contribute to a future workforce and, and consumer base. International education brings $35 billion to the U.S. economy. To better defend U.S. interests and more effectively address global unrest now and in the future requires a greater understanding of the world we live in. Providing opportunities for U.S. students to study abroad and educating international students here are some of the most effective ways of doing that. The United States must proactively seek to educate a more globally and economically diverse population. The next president should make this a priority. Thank you for your time.